This year is brought to you by Eshel Publications. Eshel Publications is a non-profit organization dedicated to spreading the Torah, Shiurim, and Tzfarim of Rabbi Aaron Lapiansky. For sponsorships or more information, visit eshelpublications.com. Uh, good evening. So we're holding over here ADF and Shloyma, um, Yud Aleph, um, and in the piece that in the pieces of Gra that are Yutes. Um, the t- today's share, tonight's share is sponsored by Lightwater Capital Investments, Sli'ili Nishmas, Matsyar Yarid, and Shmuel's Colonel of Racha. Okay. So we had seen the first piece of the Goy in Mishle. And basically, the topic that we're talking about is the, um, the fact that a person's bad, any bad seeds that the person has within him tends to become, um, tends to grow with Taira. The marshal given is rain. And we'll see the second piece of going in, in Oid Isabial Kod Hazino. It's at the bottom of page Yer Aleph. Oid Isabial Kod Hazino. Yerav Kamoto Likhi Tizal Katal im Rossi. Im Tamit Chochem Hogunhu Tizal Katal. Vim Lav Orfeo Kamoto. Ve Omar. So, so the, the way Chazal teach it is Chazal are also giving us. A distinction between is this positive or is this negative? Is Torah Torah can be good and therefore it should be nourished? It could be bad. It could be nour- It could be nourishing somebody bad and that chop off its head, so to speak. There's a mistake. There's actual line here. It's repeated twice. Rain. Um, it waters both the bad and the good. And it, it feeds the bad grass much more through the rain. The rain, the ra- bad grasses grow even more by the rain. By Torah, things that are, um, if somebody's not hogun, they, they bring out much worse than Tchunas Aras. I, I want to explain one more knech, one more nuance in this marshal. He says, He says that you, there, there are more, uh, what's the right word for it? You, you get more weeds through the rain. The, 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 the disproportionate growth in the weeds from the rain over the... Um, the, the good grass. I want to explain the reason for it. Why is it like that? And I think the reason is as follows. When you have good plants, um, I, I, I grew up in a city all my life. Um, I grew up in Lower East Side, Manhattan. And then I went out to Australia, Shalayan, which really is, it's, it's um, got a little bit more grass and trees, but not, it's, not, it's a city. And um, it's when I moved to Silver Springs, the first time I was in the suburb, and I actually saw things growing and at a backyard and things grow. And I always wondered, how do you decide what's a weed and what's, and what's a plant? You know, what's a plant? Like, like it's all green and all grows. And I guess my, my uh, 
scientific maskana is whatever grows are weeds. That always seems to be a thing that grows. So, so that by definition, that's always that. But the Goyen says it over here that the weeds grow more. What, what is, what's, the, what's the reason? So the reason is as follows. The, um, whenever a plant is, a, 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 a quote-unquote genuine plant is growing, it tends to want to have a very strong base stock it's it's its main feature is developing its own self so it it tends to be dense layered and so on um there is a um a weed its nature is to grow out as far as possible to 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 crowd out as far as possible it's a lot more interested in capturing territory than it is in producing something itself. That tends to be the nature of these things. Um, I once, uh, I, again, because I, I kind of know very little and, and I, I'm sometimes uh, translated, I, I saw an advertisement for this tree that grows very rapidly. And it sounded interesting and I got one and, and planted it. And it did, it, 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 grew, it grew phenomenally well. I later read about it that, it, that it's an invasive species that's horrible and, uh, and whatever. But I, I, I cut it down because it really was like all over the place. And I saw that the inside material, it's, it's kind of spongy. Um, it, it's, it's, um, it's not at all hard as much as it's, it's, it's very, it, it, it expends its effort growing outward rather than solidifying its base. And I think that that's a very good um, hagdara. So it's a very good definition of things that the, the, a person whose midos and his rotsin and chachma is self-perfection and edification, the person spends a lot of time internalizing and focusing it inwards. The person who's out to push himself, to make a big name for himself, to, 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 you know, to be as good as anybody else, his terror tends to be in your face. It's, 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 it's the person who pushes himself and pushes terror because he has that type of feeling. I want to say, I guess, um, an example of somebody who was the paradigm of the opposite of Taif. Um, Reb David Feinstein was Nifta. It was an extraordinary person. Very, very hard to know him. It was very hard to know him. He, he was an extremely tight-lipped person. Never said a word more than, than was needed. Um, so he, um, and someone wrote about him, and it's a very true description. He said he had an opinion about every halachic matter that there was. He was a Talmud Chachum who knew it all. And had, you know, and he had his sheet and there about everything. He would never, ever volunteer it unless you asked him. If you asked him, he would tell you what he thought. And that was it. There was no follow-up. There's no why I'm right and why you should do what I told you and nothing. And he could sit at a meeting for hours. And unless someone turned to him and asked Reb David, what do you think about the Indian? He wouldn't say anything. Um, he was clearly a panemistic person. So... The person who is the, the person whose 
who has this Shavish Rosh, um, this Lana, the Pirish Rosh Velana in him, he, as soon as you drizzle a little tire on him, he, he's growing all over the place because he's interested in, 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 in his Torah being known, seen, heard, in your face, and so on. The person whose Torah is more inward-focused, because he wants to know and understand the MS and so on, will not, um, will tend, there'll be a lot more internalization rather than using out. So that's what the Goyen says. It's, it's, a, it's a side point I wanted to make in it, that the Tizal Katalim Rossi, the Divrei Torah is is they it takes it, it it's like tal it takes just what it says it sustains itself it's the it's the um, the one who's the aggressive uh, the, the one who has the bad shayrish that seems to thrive the most. The gam that's one muscle of understanding how Torah can go both directions. The gam he says so so it, it, it so it says very interesting uh, another much. It's actually the Goran's brother, it's from Al Sateresi from Avram Achiagra. And he says if a person has if, if a person is in a ruchmistic massive that's decent, so the light is helpful. Um if the person is in deep darkness, he's missing context. In other words, the light might shine on something and he sees something here, but he doesn't see the rest of the picture. So a person who is in a good place, the Eura Torah gives him a spotlight that he needs for specific mitzvahs and tovim and so on. So, so, so a person has a sense of the right and the wrong. He's not a, a Makushadika person. And, and, and Torah sort of gives him um, specifics about what's good, what's bad, and so on. A person who is shakua and in Yerum Hazer, in Choshech, and so on, so then that person is somebody who is kol kuloi, um, he, he sees nothing. So, so if the terrorist shines a spotlight on X or Y or Z, because he doesn't have the context, then, then it's usually distortion. For a person whose his mind is, is there, um, for Gaiva, for Taiva, whatever, any halacha that he learns in Shacharuch, he puts in the context of his Gaiva and Taiva and so on. I, I, I thought so. I remember many, I mean, I was, I guess, around 20 years old, and I had a, 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 um, a fellow a friend, uh, I don't know, a friend, acquaintance, somebody was learning Yeshiva. He didn't learn that long. He was there for short Kufa, for Tkufa. Very fine fellow, knew how to learn decently. But had an extraordinary need to um, to push himself, and he he would he would drive editors of Torah magazine crazy to include his shtickle. He told somebody he needs his shtickle included because he's putting out a safer 20, 20, All the pieces are going to be collections of what he what he published. 
and this is the only shtick that wasn't published yet, and he must publish it, like, in, inordinately precocious cheshik uh, for, for, for COVID. I know, it's kind of strange. So, okay, I, I lost track of him. He was only for a short time. Kufa, I know, I had some acquaintance, but that was it. Years down the road, someone told me he attended a shear of this person, a, a, like a, this person spoke at some sort of event, like a, a, a Torah, halacha shir, and he spoke about the Indian of COVID for Tamir Chachamim, what's in your COVID Tamir Chachamim? And he said, um, you know, somebody teaches you does you a big favor, and it's giving you a lot. Now, you can't pay him money, because the halacha is money, so we pay him with COVID. I, 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 I was flabbergasted. <laughs> you know, someone told me over this, I, I, I was like, whoa. I, I mean, first of all, somebody hadn't changed in 20 years, amazing. Um, maybe, he, maybe he knew more that explained why, why getting COVID is important. But, but the whole the whole sur of it, so, so it all had, everything he did, the context of his was COVID. And, and, and the question was just how to go about with it. It, it was incredible. Okay, the next piece is um, another quote from Magoyan. This is Magoyan in Mishle. It says, means a person needs to clean out, clear out his heart from the bad. First, you have to get the weeds out of his heart. So when does Akadosh Baruch Hu's words come out clear when the person has no no weeds planted inside? That's why you you plow the ground first, and then and then you plant what you want. The, the plowing, one of the things plowing does is is it uproots the the weeds that are there, so that you don't end up getting weeds. <laughs> So either going says two reasons why the person will be learning it. One is that the the um the the um the the the, the driving force, the motivation is going to be these 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 weeds. So, like a person is going to be learning for COVID or for whatever it is. Another reason is if a person, let's say Shakur and Taiva, then his learning is going to be in order to um, in order to uh, fulfill his Taiva, and and that's going to be his angle. Um, Somebody like that also, uh, you know, I, I, it's unfortunate when you know people of a long time. There was somebody, he was a former time in yeshiva, who, who had a pastime reading pornography. Oh. Um, and you know, and okay, that was the person in yeshiva. Um, years later, he became also a rabbinic figure. And again, somebody from yeshiva was together with him, some sort of pesot or whatever it was. And he said that he gave a shear. And he spoke about about whatever it was. I don't remember, but he said that it's a problem. There's not enough socialization between boys and girls, and it would be very good, and so on. 
knowing him <laughs> and where he came from, it was kind of nauseating. Like, like you know, he, he basically spent his life digging up Macarius to to justify where he was holding. It was incredible. So, so the going says either the emotional drive for learning will be to see him, or the whole purpose of the Torah is going to be to find um for for what he's doing. So then it says the 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 Shloma brings, and and again these are the course the Shloma is simply cut and pasting the bottom lines of going. The whole concept of Sakisa we spoke last time was Kashbahu created the world, or after the Chet, the world became a place where every food contains in itself bad elements. To survive, you need two things, to be able to ingest food and be able to get rid of waste uh, or poison, toxins, a better word for it. That's called in the Gemara, when the Gemara speaks of Besakisa, that's what we're talking about. So this is a quote from the Goyen in in in, in our goddess and Brachis. Tani ben Azar ima hashkim vitzei harivitzei kedeshalotis rachik that a person should um, uh, go early to the bathroom and go early in the evening and at night so they shouldn't have to go far away for a bathroom. Mishamish v'shev valteshev v'tamashmish. So this is that a person should physically loosen up the area and so on. Two, two shittas and rashi, but basically both of these are telling me hanhagas um, of a bathroom. Kosev Rabbeinu, so Goyen writes, Afagav shevadi kipshutai, chazal certainly should be understood kipshutai in this case. These are appropriate hanhagas of a bathroom. It also teaches a person that a person needs to clean out his house every day from bad days Like in, it says in Mishle, I'll stay ish otzlavarti. Vehine So the field has become full of weeds. Those are Midas Ross. Kasu Ponav Harulim, who are Maisim Aroim Shusbaishratsmoy. Its face has been covered, which is also not a type of weed. He says, <laughs> This is talking about Maisim Roim. The Gedder Avon of Nersa, and this lazy person's fence has become dis- disintegrated. Who Hagdurim Shaoisa Fasyogim. The very Gdurim that he made. Become eroded with time. So all the dharm you make in the world does not help if you if you don't keep up on it. In other words, there is nothing we can't make any automatic red lines because the the tendency is it erodes. I say it's just a variety. What he's saying is, you have a person who would love to have a field. That is um, self-contained. In other words, I'm willing to work hard, but once I finish, that's it. It will forever take care of itself. That's the stage atzal. So even the fence, the big fence that you made um, to keep um, the animals out, with time it disintegrates. So. 
Um, if you don't keep searching and trying to find where there's, where there's something hidden, he called because you need to be able to heal something from the inside. So, so there is always something waiting, lurking. So Torah is something that should have been a fence and it's meant to, 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 to keep out all the bad. And if you don't keep buttressing it, it's going to become, it will disintegrate with its absence. I, I want to um, add a point, a parallel point, kind of a little bit far afield, but I think it's still an important point. Um, he's talking here about offense. Now, um, on a communal level, one of the um, one of the I guess approaches. So every so often we discover some issue with the tzibur. This is a problem. That's a problem. The other's a problem. The um, instinctive reaction is we'll make gedarim, and this is the language that's constantly used. Um, you know, we we, we made a chayim gvoya, we buttressed it. Um, whenever whenever you read either kind of people describing historical things and so on as making these fences and these walls and, and so on and so forth. Um, history has proven that fences and walls that are static um, don't hold up on the time. Um, uh, World War I proved it, uh, that you know they had this wonderful imaginal line between France and Germany, and it was a museum piece, didn't do anything. And, and uh, even the big Mexican wall um, is not, you know, going to do anything. It's not going to be there anymore, but it's, it's not, it wouldn't do anything either. Nothing static stands because it disintegrates. You're telling why are people doing this in this Isser? So we'll make another Isser on top of it. So what makes you think they'll keep the other Isser? You know, you can you can make an infinite amount of sermon and just take people a very long time to get to the Isser, maybe that, but but that's not that's not going to do it. Sometimes Chazal, when they created Isurim, they were looking for um, natural triggers. If I'm playing with a flashlight on Shabbos, I'm going to flick it on. That's a natural trigger. It's not just I, my Isser is to put on lights. So if I ask for a flashlight, I won't put on the light. And it'll take a while till I'll stop playing with flashlights and go back to light again. But what Chazal did, the Bidurim that Chazal made, those type of Bidurim, are, are, are instinctive things, things that are, um, you know, it, it, it's, it's a natural segue. But really, unless there's a conscious effort, unless people want to consciously do what's right, the Bidurim and Siyagim are not worth anything. So, so, so now I'll do another iser. You know, I understand somebody's willing to do the raisa, so he's going to have a problem with the if, he, if the person is willing to be over halacha, so because if the rabbanan asked something that's not a halacha, who, why would they keep it? That doesn't make any sense. So, so, so just ha- so gedorim are of limit. They're, they're useful, but unless there is an active pursuit of what's right, then that's a stayish otzel. Putting on the books, he's serum on the books, 
you soon become become as 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 eroded and much more quickly the gedarim as the isurim. So you didn't accomplish very much. Okay, then he says v'zesha amal l'shel tisrachim nebarach amerchak rav shelotucha lahoel. You 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 know the pasuk is telling you the the chazal is telling you that a person should not um, the person should not wait too long to be mistaken himself because at some point it no longer is effective. It means, one, to do it immediately, to constantly be alert, because once a habit sinks in, and once a person's mind sets a certain way, very difficult, if not impossible, to change it. Two, and he says also, it's something that is a lifetime work. A person is always drifting, and a person needs to ask himself, you know, um, needs to check himself. Then he says, So it says that a person should first loosen whatever needs to be loosened with a rack and then go to the bathroom. So he says it. it's a marshal that, I mean, working on yourself is not just putting in a lot of effort I'm going to ask this and do this and do that. It's using discrimination and to, 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 to ask yourself, what is it, the things that are really there and what to get rid of? In other words, to expel from your body without really knowing what is the, what is the bedrock issue and what's just by chance and so on is what a person needs to use. And that's how the, the, the Goyen explains the, the, this Chazal in the context of Midos, that to be mashish with means to identify and to to sort of mark the especially bad meters or the meters that need to be worked on. He says there's a certain zelumaset. The nochesh was arum, which means devious. Um, the nochesh doesn't come along to you and say, "How would you like to do an avera tonight?" That that's not usually the way it's approached. It, it always comes with a lot of um, with, with with a lot of armor. He's coming along and saying, you know, everybody's doing it. It's really the fafrunta kind of you know bird on the, on the that's not doing it. But everywhere else, this is normal. This uh, oh, that's one approach. Another approach would be. Come on, it's you know, or you, you know, do this. Uh, it's not you know, it's 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 not bad. It's not this. Whatever it is, the the, the Itzahara has his ways. It's it's called a nachash because he's very tricky. It doesn't come. You, no 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 normal person gets up and says, "I'm going to do bad things." Um, it always comes dressed in 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 sheep's clothing. And it always appeals to a person's subtly bad instincts. Um, so so it's, it's always going to tap into good areas of a person and come dressed up sort of disguised. And that's where a person gets into it. So he says, um, you need that level of sophistication to deal with it. You need to understand yourself. You need to understand... What are the really what drives you? What are the what are your driving meters? 
And 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 why? And when you end up doing what you don't, you rather not have done. How did it happen? What's the process? When you identify that, then you can unwind it. But as long as you get, you know, it's like a salesman. A salesman doesn't come and tell you, "Listen, my goal is to make a hundred thousand dollars this month, and it's vital for that goal that you buy fifty thousand dollars worth of equipment." Uh, I, they don't they don't make they don't make salesmen like that. The, the way a salesman, a good salesman, comes is he tells you what you want. He identifies what are your real needs. And 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 uh, I was once I, I was once at somebody much smarter than me in someone's house. This person was a very nice. I guess <laughs> I hate to use. Um, Stereotyping, a Hungarian ballot bus, an older fellow, very well to do, and um, and uh, a fine person, a, a, a kind person, but the mindset of that of a certain type. We we had come there to ask for some sort of stucker. He was very nice. Then he says, "By the way, people have you know people have suggested a certain shidduch for my granddaughter. What do you say about this in this bacha? This bacha was probably the top bacha in Meishiva. Today is an Adam Karlubiyos actually." So I, I was younger, so I was telling him, is is this, is that. And he nodded, nodded, nodded. And then he asked, can he learn a black Gemara for himself? So, so I was crestfallen. I mean, he, he didn't get it. The person I was together with was a B'chacham B'keach. And he chopped the situation immediately. And he said, Reb so-and-so, when this Bacha gets engaged, it will be the talk of the town. It'll be the headline on every newspaper in your shrine, the guy lit up. He, he knew what he understood. The person <laughs> I was clueless, and 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 unless you understand where somebody's coming from, then the, the, then then you then you're not getting anywhere. So the armor a person requires to counter itzar is the same armor itzar has to 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 um, to get you enticed. Our mind works deviously. We, 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 um, what we really want and what we think we want a lot of times are not quite the same. And when a person is trying to be able to discern that and, and, and get to what he really wants and, and how he goes about getting. Okay, we'll hold it over here. Could I ask something, maybe? Yes. Okay, well, two things. Um, at the end of Chath, uh, does the guy explain why a person needs this uh, after the limud as well? Um, right, the uh, famous meshachachma, uh, why brichos there is before, um, right. before and benching is after. Yes, um, I don't. Think he, yeah, I don't think he says clearly. Yeah. Okay. And then the second thing is just that Rabbi Wine says that he went to speak in a certain city and the Rav picked him up in a Lexus. And he says to the rabbi, it's a nice car. So the Rav says, my Babat didn't know what covered a Tyra is. So Rabbi Wine, in his typical fashion, said that would be great if he didn't like the car. So, <laughs> you know. Okay, the, very good. I thought he would tell them it, it, it says it says that the Rav taught him about Kavod it, it, <laughs> it shows well on the Rav that he taught him about Kavod <laughs>
Okay, very good. Go good. Good Shabbos. Good. Shabbos. Thank you.